What's up, podcast? My name is Keontae. DJ. And Jeremiah. And today we'll be talking about many topics like urbanization, industrialization, and the problems that occurred back when urbanization was going on. We'll be talking about the lifestyles of agrarian and urban areas. We also will be talking about the working conditions and the factories back then and how they were and what problems they had. Hey, DJ, do you know what urbanization means? I've been wondering about it. Urbanization is when you turn an agrarian lifestyle to an urban lifestyle. Just like when a con- the Transcontinental Railroad was built, that was part of urbanization because the railroads made it easier for transportation and they didn't have to use horses for transportation no more. What does agrarian even mean? Agrarian is a lifestyle when there's farms and they have very, very bad technology. For example, the Transcontinental Railroad was built. They transported by horses and they would do a lot of labor before the, before the railroad was built. Urban lifestyle is so much better than an agrarian lifestyle. Urban has nice and tall buildings. Agrarian societies have been started in ancient Egypt times. That's cool, though. But have you heard of industry? Oh, you talking about when there are factories that make things. For example, the Apple factory that is modern, and it was not a factory back then, but now there is in the Triangle Shirtwaist factory. So how did the assembly line affect factories back then? Hold on, wait, pause it. Alright, the assembly line was a process when people lined up in a workstation and they worked in a line and they would be in factories. But the workers in the summer would be super hot and in the winter they would have frost on their arms and be freezing. A quote is, the cruelest thing of all was that nearly all of them were unable to wear gloves and their arms would be white with frost and their hands would go numb. And then of course there would be accidents. Also, the air would be full of steam from the hot water and hot blood so that you could not see five feet before you. Then, with men rushing about at the speed, they kept up on the killing floor and all with butcher knives like razors in their hands. Well, it was to be counted as a wonder there were not more men slaughtered than cattle. From the, uh, like from the I Love Lucy show, they were in a, a assembly line and they had to rush and start eating them because they couldn't wrap the paper fast enough, so they had to eat them. The first one was an excerpt from The Jungle by Uptown Sinclair. Oh, oh God, they'd be super cold. So they so they didn't have no AC or nothing? That's crazy. The owners didn't have no consequence or punishment for what they did. That is not regular for a boss to be doing that. I'm disappointed. Nah, because there's a policy called laissez-faire, which means the government doesn't intervene with the entrepreneur's businesses. For example, they had this little kid working in the assembly line, and he cut off two of his fingers, and they didn't care. They still had him working. They had a four-year-old working, too, and he was too young to be working. But he still worked because they didn't have a policy or anything. Usually there would be a policy where if you are younger than 16, you cannot work. But they did not have that at the time, so he still had to work. All right, what up, y'all? First, we're going to be talking about, in this one, about who got treated better between the minority and the majority groups. Because we all know everyone did not get treated right. Some people got lynched, some people got killed, some people did stuff like that, and they thought it was fun and funny. The minority group is the less dominant, like how the African Americans was, and the Native Americans and the immigrants. The majority group is the most powerful, and the most people that was in a group, which is like the people that will lynch and kill people. Which group of people was minority, and which was majority? The minority groups were immigrants, and the Native Americans, and African Americans. 
They were the people who used to get lynched and they had to pay just to vote. We call that poll tax. Hey, Keontae, didn't they have laws and rules that the African-Americans had to live up to? Yeah, but they also had a chance to vote because of the 15th Amendment. So it couldn't be that bad. Yeah, you're right. They made voting far away because they knew African-Americans would not be able to get there to vote because they had no because they had no transportation because they were the minority group. They didn't want minorities to vote because if they would vote, they would have voted for another minority or they would attempt to take the majority group away, make them look bad. And they would feel like they had more power if they voted, so they won't let them vote at all. Didn't they make them take a test to try to keep them from voting because they wanted to keep them down? On God they, they did. They wanted them to have no power? Oh. On God they did. And they knew that they weren't going to be able to pass it because they were the minority group. So they, they weren't the educated to pass the test. And they didn't know nothing at all because no one took the time out to teach them anything. I remember one question they put on there is spelled backwards, forwards. And one is when it said right, right with an upside down E. Well, how did the majority assimilate the Native American minorities? The majority took over the Native Americans' land first, and then they would take the Native Americans and cut their hair. Well, then how did the majority assimilate the Native American minorities? Well, they took over the Native Americans' land first, and then they would take the Native Americans and cut their hair, take the jewelry, and make them learn the majority language because they won't let them speak their native language, which they call it tongue, our native tongue. Assimilate means to adapt or to get used to for the people that were confused and didn't know what it meant. Where did they take the Native Americans after they took over their land? They took the minorities to boarding schools. Boarding school is a place where they sent minorities after they took over the land. The teachers in school were mean. They did not treat the minorities and the majority the same. There's a lot more about that, but can we please talk about the immigrants and how they... How... <laughs> There's a lot more about that, but can we please talk about immigrants and why they came to the U.S. and it's push and pull factors? Because I think it's real weird how they wanted to come to a country all the way away from home. You're right, because they did come far. But the immigrants came to us because they were better jobs and better housing, so they wanted better for themselves by getting better jobs, and they could get paid better. Better housing so they can have more space, and they already have family. Some of them already have family in America, so they would be able to assimilate to America. One more thing that pushed them out of their place was to escape poverty. What's good, y'all? Today we will be talking about progressivism, which basically means to make progress at something. And America has made a lot of progress these past few centuries. You're right. America has set goals and achieved them. For example, the NAWSA helped gain women the right to vote, and they did it. Do y'all have any other things of how America has made a lot of progress? Yes. Also, America has made a lot of progress when it comes to employment and jobs and how employees got workers' compensation as they didn't exist years back. You're right, the NUL has made a lot of progress too because they was trying to eliminate racial segregation and discrimination and help African-Americans and other minorities to participate in all phases of American life. There have been a lot of organizations that have made a lot of progress in the world. The main one, the main one that I would like to talk about is the NAACP. The NAACP helped secure the politician, educational, social, and economic equality of rights for African Americans. The FDA helps protect the public health by ensuring the safety of food, drinks, medicines, and other products for consumers. Why did they start the FDA? Did something happen to the food for them to start this? Or yeah. did they just make it because 
Oh, yeah, the government found out how dirty the meat businesses were. How dirty was it? Did they find something in the meat that was not supposed to be in there? Well, in the excerpt, The Jungle by Uptown Sinclair, it says, Jergis saw men in the pickling room with skin diseases, a man who used knives on the speed-up assembly lines, frequently lost fingers, men who hauled 100-pound hunks of meat, crippled their backs, workers with tuberculosis coughing tuberculosis tuberculosis (laughs) coughing constantly and spit blood on the floor right next to where the meat was processed workers used primitive toilets with no soap and water to clean their hands in some areas no toilets exist and workers had to urinate in the corner which is nasty lunchrooms were rare and workers ate where they worked i heard that after they found the meat was dirty they did random inspections to check to see if the meat was dirty or have anything in it. The FDA did it. They did not know what could be in the meat after what they found a previous time. I would have hated to work in there because it would have been like, it would have been nasty. You would have had to smell the workers urine while you're working. The meat you would have seen fingers all over the place and nasty workers, no fingers, hauling nasty meat on the floor where they just urinated at. That's just dirty. Are you having a hard time transporting energy? Well, you don't have to worry about that no more because there's a thing called a battery. Batteries make things way more portable and it provides a steady flow of electricity. Without batteries today, we wouldn't have transportation. We wouldn't be able to go nowhere because everything that we use nowadays off of batteries. We wouldn't have anything at all. Nothing, because cars use batteries, buses, bikes, some bikes phones, even phones. what you listen to this off of is yeah. using the battery right the way now. that you're listening to me a battery is using this that's kind of crazy we need so this. without a battery we wouldn't have a lot of things right now and i think that would kind of change the society so yeah so thank these niggas <laughs> all right today y'all will be talking about the organizations that had are that had goals to achieve uh, one organization that we'll be talking about is the AFL. They have poor working conditions. Uh, their goals was to have shorter hours for the workers, higher wages for the workers, and better working conditions because the working conditions were poor and horrible. This is one it. Made in 1886. Next one we'll be talking about is the SAI, Society of American Indians, and made in 1911. It was unfair treatment of Native Americans, and the goals was to address the problems facing Native Americans, such as ways to improve health, education, civil rights, local government, and freedom towards all Native Americans. Uh, another government we'll be talking about is, I said government, I meant organization, <laughs> is the NUL. It was founded in 1910. It is, uh, the actual name for it is National Urban League. And the problems they addressed was the unfair treatment of African Americans, and the goals they they shot for was the eliminating racial segregation and discrimination in helping African Americans and all other minorities to participate in all phases of American life. Well, there's actually two of them that uh, that had the same problem of unfair treatment of African Americans because the NAACP had that problem too, and their goals was to secure educational, social, and economic equality of rights for the African-Americans. And another organization is the NAWSA, which had unfair treatment of women. 
and their goal was to help gain women the right to vote because women didn't have the right to vote so they came together made an organization and they were founded in 1890 so they made the organization just to get women the right to vote some of these still going today some of these organizations yeah still affect the world now the last one the last organization we'll be talking about is the fda yeah the food and drug administration some of the problems they addressed were no rules about the production of food which is disgusting and the goals that the organization had was protecting the public health by ensuring the safety of food drinks medicine and other products for consumers yeah, these organizations really helped back then because they like their goals was to help African Americans, Native Americans, women, the food that was in uh, in factories, and they achieved them goals. So yeah. their goals really helped back then. Help. From eighteen eighty six to nineteen eleven, and some of them still going on now. So the twenty nineteen too. So if it weren't for those, we wouldn't have the stuff we had. That's crazy. Yeah. African Americans probably still be getting treated the same if it weren't for these organizations. Women. Yeah, women probably won't have the right to vote. Food still Food be still nasty. Be nasty. Food still be trifling. Yeah, Native Americans probably still be facing their problems, approved health, education, civil rights, and all that. So these organizations really helped back then. Today, we'll be talking about labor union. Labor union is when a group of employees come together to strike back uh, to the uh, business owners who don't treat them right? Uh, the business owners really don't like labor unions because they won't want their workers trying to power against them. So they don't really like the whole idea of a labor union. And this usually works. The employees usually get over because uh, the bosses don't want to lose their workers. They need them. Bruh. And the, like, like the workers, they'll be forming like, like a whole group against their owners. So their owner won't like that. Plus, they'll go on strike. Yeah. Them strikes are really help. Sometimes, when the business owners don't agree with the workers, they'll hire people to, to beat them up. Yeah. <laughs> That's messed up. That's it's real messed up, guys. They yeah. really that hurt. And, like, and, and the labor unions, they'd be real powerful, too. So, like, they wouldn't, like, the owners, I don't say they won't have much to do, but they would sometimes have to go with it. Okay. So, they really wouldn't do nothing about it if they, they will form a labor union. Yeah. Another topic we will be talking about is the Triangle Shirt Race Factory. It is, uh, if y'all haven't heard about it, it happened back in the Industrial Revolution. And it was a building that was on the corner of the block. That's why they called it the Triangle Shirt Race Factory. And it was ran by two entrepreneurs. And they had nothing but female employees. And what happened was one day when they were making shirts, so uh, it's called the shirtwaist factory. They made shirts. Yeah, they made for shirts women. for women. That's why I call shirtwaist. Well, one day, one of the uh, boxes of fabric caught on fire, and what the business owners did was that they locked the uh, fire exits, so no none of the females were still, and that actually came back and bit them in the butts that day, cause one cause none of the females could leave, so they was just trapped in there with the fire. And it wasn't no, you know, phones or nothing, so they couldn't call 911. It was when the the neighborhood around started looking like, damn. <laughs> and when they noticed that the building was on fire, they finally called 911. But since, you know, the fire department wasn't as, as high tech as they are now, 
the the females they start jumping out the windows and stuff to escape from the building. Jumped on concrete too. So yeah, they, uh, straight concrete. Themselves. It was high, wasn't it? The yeah. building was eight floors and it was jumping from the top. Yeah. And That's anyone that crazy. was like fifth and below, they actually act, was able to get out. But all the females on the top, they had to jump off, or they just got burnt. And when the uh, when the when it finally blew by, the business owners got paid for every death of the female. So they made like forty grand. Just off of that, and it was their faults, and they ain't even getting in trouble for it. So what happened to the factory after? Did they keep it? Uh, Rebuild they broke it? down, but they ended up starting another business, and they end up uh going to jail for the same stuff that they was doing before. They was locking fire exits. That's crazy. Crazy. Cause, Cause that don't mean like 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 the girls they didn't kill themselves. One they fought, but they did jump out the windows. But that's the owner's fault because he locked the doors. Yeah. So he got paid for something that he did. It's crazy. They started a whole nother business like they don't even care. They yeah. don't even care. It's crazy. How crazy is cars now? You can get anywhere you want with just a little bit of gas, anywhere. Yeah. Cars, well, cars was made back then during the industrial revolution. So I think to them, because without cars, I still be out here walking. My legs would be I'd numb. Still be riding horses. Yeah, I'd be riding horses or bikes or something. So just imagine before cars and no horses. Imagine not having a horse, and cars wasn't even made back then. You have to walk. What would you do everywhere you go? Everywhere. That I hurt. Uh, I know you won't like that. So without cars, man. We'll be down bad. Now you can move state to state with cars. Imagine trying to yeah. use, go state to state with your feet. Yeah. Or with a horse. I I wouldn't even want to do it no, on a horse. Get. I know a horse wouldn't even want to do it. A horse fall asleep on me. So, so if you're trying to get wherever you want, just, just buy a car, any car. Get a car. No matter if you got a little hoopty or a Tesla, just get a car. Just get any car. You can't, you can't be out here walking. Yeah. Let's talk about airplanes. Everybody need airplanes. Get from one place to another. Go anywhere. Yeah, without airplanes, you would still be walking to another state or country or something. So, thankful to airplanes. You need airplanes. You can't go nowhere outside of the country. Unless, unless you can walk that far. But I don't think nobody want to walk that far. You'd probably die if you walk that far. You need an airplane to get there. Everybody need airplanes. So just get on, get on the airplane and get you wherever you need to go. Jeremiah and DJ, do you know what a muckraker is? Uh, a muckraker is a person who take pictures to expose people and expose people's jobs and what they do and everything. What's your definition, Jeremiah? A uh, muckraker uses um, some type of exposure to uh, like expose companies and stuff in uh, order to to see change. Muckrakers really help with businesses and bad jobs. With the picture that they took, people, they changed laws, made things to where some people can't work. You gotta be a certain age. They really help by showing how bad jobs were back then. Helping to help people and to help society because it would show people how jobs really were and how people were really getting treated and how they were working so hard and how bad they were getting treated and everything. So a muckraker really helped society back then. They took a lot of pictures, show everything. They didn't leave nothing out. They showed kids, all the bad stuff that didn't need to be used back then. 
Let's talk about Jim Crow laws, how they separated stuff like bathrooms, schools with white and black people. No, basically like segregation, but it was a law between the blacks and the whites. And some of that is just like, right, it's kind of the same thing as black codes. What do y'all think black codes mean? <laughs> All right, so today we got Miss Bethany Cole. How's your day going, Miss Cole? It's going well. How about you guys? That's great, great. All right, so one question that we would like to ask you, how did you feel about the shirtwaist factory? Well, when I first learned about it, I was shook because, you know, a lot of those things would never have happened today since we have new regulations, you know, that came out of out of tragedies like that. And unfortunately, those types of tragedies had to happen in order for, you know, people to open their eyes, even though, as I as I told you all, the owners still got paid insurance money for every woman who died, even though it was their fault that they died in the fire. So I'm glad that we have the protections that we do today, but it does, it is sad that, you know, those kind of things had to happen to lead to the protections that we have today. So do you think that the woman should have gotten paid? Yeah, definitely. And especially the ones who died, their family, you know, for their loss and it was negligence. And today they would have gotten insurance money. The, the owners would have been held accountable, but there was no, do you guys remember why the government didn't step in? Laissez-faire. Yeah, laissez-faire. So they had these these policies of laissez-faire that they don't necessarily have today. All right, one last question. How do you think how things were back then affected how things is now? Well, you know, we learned about all those inventions, so things are done much more efficiently. Um, the assembly line is different today because it's less about people on the assembly line and more about machines, but it's still that idea of assembly lines. So things are be are able to be mass-produced now. So instead of, you know us having to pay mass money for one thing there it's able to be cheaper because they're being made so quickly so people can buy them quickly so that's how we're able to afford stuff like our clothes and just our everyday items because um, things are being produced more efficiently all right thank you all right no problem have you sold up all right of course it's been my pleasure thanks for having me all right thank mm-hmm. you this was Keontae. this was dj this is jeremiah we're happy for telling y'all about how things were back then and how things was changing, getting more urban, modern. And we just like talking to y'all. Hope y'all hopefully y'all learn from this. Recognize a lot of things. Happy to teach y'all and talk to y'all about urbanization, let, industrialization, everything. Let y'all know what happened back then. Yeah. And it was nice. See y'all in the next one. All right, all right.